0: Dwayne, man. How you doing?
1: I'm doing all right, man. Today's a good day in America.
0: (laughs) Hell of a day, man. We got a new president. We're getting mentioned in emails. Yes. Hey, shout out to the MPA department at North Carolina Central, man. We appreciate you all, and we hope you're listening. If any of you all would like to be on the show, send Dwayne, myself. And now... Are you are you a co-host yet?
2: Uh, I'll be a contributor. Freddie's so,
0: back. Freddie's <laughs> back. Everybody say, Freddie. Freddie, if you listen to our previous episode, Freddie Serrano was on it. Everybody, welcome to Free and Flowing with Mister Dwayne Atkins. I'm your co-host, Clay Davis. Dwayne, man, what a day.
1: How are you? What a day, man. I, I'm not gonna lie. I um, I almost shed some thug tears today um, what? watching the inauguration, man. Got a little teary eyed, man. When they got the compliment, man, I was like, just you know, understanding the magnitude of today and um, what it entails, man. It it um it's pretty emotional, man. Um, how about
0: yourself, man? Good. I uh yeah, it was good, man. The inauguration was it was it was it was very uh. You know, they say healing started today, healing mm-hmm. of the nation. I definitely felt that it was nice to hear. Different rhetoric as opposed to what we've heard the last four years from the White House. It was nice, man. I didn't get to see Kamala's um, inauguration. I didn't get to see that. I watched. I thought it started at 12, and then when I turned it on, uh, all of a sudden I see Biden is getting sworn in, and so I may have missed it just by a little bit. By that, I mean I got there just at the end. So, yeah, man, just excited. Excited to see what the
2: future holds. Freddie, what you think of... Yeah, absolutely, so shout out to Duke University for starting classes today on Inauguration Day, Um, yay. But uh, overall, um, I started out the day very sluggish, unmotivated. I reminded myself that the inauguration was today. Uh, So I was looking, I I had something to look forward to. Um, And I kind of did the same thing, Clay. I tuned in at 12, that's about the only free time I had. to watch the inauguration. And, you know, I was reminded uh, that this was a historic day and uh, that it, it kind of gave me a little more motivation to uh, get through the day, honestly. So um, good day overall. Uh, yeah.
0: Boy man, tell me more about these thug tears. Dude, so um, I was working from home,
1: if anybody's listening from dude. Um, but I had the um, inauguration on as as well, and um, just you know, just hearing some of the, you know commentary and people saying that you know a woman has has never put their hand on the Bible and been sworn in um, to um, to that to that position. So no females ever put her hand on that Bible, and so just just hearing those types of things and knowing the milestone that we have reached. I will say it is a little complex too because I feel like Kamala is she has she's she's caring a lot because she's representing women, she's representing African Americans and uh, Asians. And so what the way I was thinking about it is it like, does she have to represent all these things? Because we don't know if this if this is gonna happen again. So it's like get as many attributes as we can, get as it is, um, it is as much diversity as we can, or it's just, just the beginning of a new
0: era. That's yeah. what that's what
1: I was contemplating.
0: Yeah, it was um man, it was it was a heavy. It, I bet it was a heavy moment and and I hate that I didn't get to see it. For me, the thing that I saw today that really resonated was man, I wish I wish RVG was here to see it. Dude, I was thinking, I the thing, thinking the same thing, man. Taking the same thing. And I know she would have been up there with her during the swearing in process. It uh, it was definitely a, it was definitely a great, definitely a great step in, in America's now history, man. I'm very excited to see how Kamala does in the office. Freddie, you said you didn't see it either. Um when you picked up on it, what did you think? Right off the bat, what part okay, first of part did you turn tune into? I oh, don't know. Yeah, no, uh,
2: I didn't even get to watch Joe Biden swear in. I saw him, I caught him in the middle of his speech. And man, uh, like you said earlier, Clay, definitely a change of rhetoric mm. from the previous White House. Previous White House was saying, you know, we're headed in the wrong direction. You know, only I could save us. This White House is, yes, we have a lot going on, but there is hope. We will get through this together if we stay united. Mm. That was, I think, if if I had to choose a theme, is is basically "United We Stand," um, and. Mm. Joe Biden really emphasized um, how it's okay to disagree. It's okay to have differing views, but we can't make it an all-out war.
0: Yeah, man. I like what he said. He said, you know, I'm not only the president for the people that voted for me. I'm going to work just as hard for the people that didn't. I thought that was very interesting. As someone who did vote for the president, that was I felt that reassuring when we talk about unity, when we talk about coming together as a nation. I like that a part of his speech. My heart is in it. I like that as well. Uh, the interesting thing that I found out in his speech though, The only time that I kind of cringed a little bit Was when he said America has never failed Did y'all catch that? Oof, I did it? not catch that. He yelled it He goes America has never failed And it's like there's a giant pause in the, the, the Broadcast because you're thinking to yourself You're like wait whoa whoa, whoa. We uh That's almost saying that America has never made a, a bad decision I mean we could say that You know, we can at least reason with that. And I just found it interesting because I know a lot of the platform he ran on was the necessary for change. And then I just thought it was an interesting placement of the phrase America has never failed. Because I believe. I believe it did in some aspects, but in a good way. You know, I mean, when we look at how America was founded at the end of the day, it was it was founded by straight white men who did not look at non-white men if you weren't even if you weren't male as people and that if you look at that as the foundation did we, they really succeed at that goal here now i mean we look at other issues involving race definitely there are there's need for racial justice and there's need for strides but i'm liking the fact that at least they failed a little and the fact that we now see some form of Strive towards civil rights that began the civil rights era, and that is necessary for us to keep moving. And I know we're we're gonna talk about that underneath Biden's policies. But what do y'all think about that? Do you think America failed? You can go, Freddie.
2: That's kind of that was kind of heavy. I thought we were taking it light. No, it's just joking. anyway we're flowing. It it is it is. Um, just my personal view. Uh, we sure we sure did fail on November eighth, two thousand sixteen that's let's let's start with that well I'm pretty it's I'm not going too far back like let's focus on that the election of Donald Trump in my opinion was a major failure uh, of the United States Uh, the rest of the world looked in shock as we made that decision on that dreadful day I remember uh, I was a senior in undergrad when Trump got elected and boy the next day the The campus was so quiet, you could hear a pencil drop from the other side of the campus. It was it was it was a dark day for a lot of people, and we realized that um, because we we wanted to, we either stayed home, or we weren't you know too fond of the of candidate Hillary Clinton. Uh, people just stayed home or voted third party, didn't take it seriously. Uh, and we ended up with what ultimately was, I would say, a stain in American history, a dark stain in American history.
1: Dwayne? That's the that's the absolute truth, Freddie. I, I agree 100%. Um, that was definitely a stain on democracy in the country. And I think there's going to take a lot of working together to at least attempt to clean the stain. Um, have we failed? Has America failed? Or did um, America fail? Did America fail? Um, I think you make a good point, Clay, when you said America was founded on the foundation of white male property owners and how that uh, was the base of the country and how that didn't succeed. Um... I think America, I think America has failed. Um, I think it keeps failing, but somehow we are making it work. I don't know if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but we are, I think we're getting, I think, I think democracy is being evolved. And so I think we're working on that evolution. I think with having an African American president, it wasn't the it wasn't the high note, it was just the beginning of the of the song, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um so yeah. And then you know today, uh, woman vice president, African American, Asian. So yeah. long story
0: short we have failed you know i like to say that america i love america man i really do i love it for its potential i love it for the foundation that we were brought upon i just don't think we delivered in the beginning i don't think we delivered all men are created equally i don't think we delivered that at all and i'm glad that somehow gentlemen somehow we have a document that talks about equality equal rights that we can shift that and apply those words to people it was never intended to apply to so we so people we can actually strive towards equal rights and i think i do i do i'm thankful for that that we have an opportunity in the future as time goes on for the rest of time we have those words that were put from the beginning and applying that to individuals who it was not originally intended for and I think that's a great thing. I believe America can be the great comeback story of where we actually reach this societal change and cultural change of equality of anyone can be an entrepreneur or anybody can express themselves and be who they are without fear of persecution. Hmm. Not that I agree with their everything that is out there in the world, but do we all have a right to express at least, or at least go after our own? vision for our lives. Yes. And I think it's, again, I think America can be the great comeback story that actually does fight through. And we do have a good foundation with democracy, but we actually have to see it through. It actually has to be real. It really does. All votes need to be equal, not distri- not discriminatory, jury practices. Equal rights does need to be even for a black man to walk down the street or go jogging and not have to worry about being questioned why he's on that person's property when he didn't even know that was their property and then get shot in the back. Those fears need to be eradicated. So I'm excited for the cultural changes in the future. If you listeners have any thoughts on did America fail or has it failed? Is it the comeback story? We'd love to hear from you. Come on and reach out. But now that we've made things super serious, let's talk about anything else that's not as serious and get the energy back up, boys. We got a new <laughs> president. Come on, come on. Um, yeah. It it today just it feels
1: good. Today is a today is a good day. I will say, um, looking at the past administration, I am thankful that they were able to expose the um, just the openly racist people. Um, I didn't know that that stuff existed. I was just like, hey, I didn't know you all thought that way, but I'm glad I know now. Um, that was just a sidebar. But again, I just can't say enough. As a you know an African-American in this country, again, it doesn't. I mean, you realize, again, you're looking at 40-something presidents, and now we're just getting, getting to this point. And so. It is, I mean it's it's encouraging, but it's also discouraging as well. Cause it's like we we should be past this. Like we should be at another level. Um but I'm just hope I'm just very hopeful. I'm just just super hopeful and like
2: you said, I'm just excited. Um anything else? Anything? Yeah, no, Dwayne, I really like what you said there. It's like you're hopeful, but at the same time, like, you know, kind of disappointed. And that it's funny talking about this country, America, it's kind of a tale of two worlds in a way. Mm -hmm. Like you have, um, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and they were mentioning how on the same day that uh, the first black man from Georgia won a Senate race, and a young Jewish man also won a Senate race uh, and were basically elected into Congress was the same day that uh, we had rioters, white supremacists, domestic terrorists storm the Capitol. It's Mm. like, you know, you have such huge achievements made when it comes to uh, issues and concerns of social justice and economic and social equity and equality. At the same time, you have people uh, that are pushing against the grain or pushing against that progress. So um, I think when people talk about American exceptionalism, I think there is that exceptionalism. I just think we understand it very um, not in the the correct context. People think American exceptionalism here, democracy th- thrives, all that good stuff. Like we are, you know, like the shining city of the hill. Oh, I don't think that's the case. I think we are still vulnerable to certain dangers that other countries face. At the same time, we are exceptional in the fact that we we can see that in this hatred, bigotry, racism, xenophobia, and at the same time, see people that are pushing for progress and actually making change in this country for the better.
0: Yeah. That that's, it, it's yeah. Yeah.
2: Very well said. Yeah,
0: man. American exception. I've never heard that concept before. That's interesting. It's very well put. You know, that's not that I didn't know what direction you were going with that. We're talking about the two separate realities. I didn't know. That was good, man. It was was really good. So, guys, I got a question about that. So, uh, you know, we're talking about how we have the same day that we get an election certified. The first, first black senator from Georgia, is that what you said? yeah,
2: first black senator or first uh, ca- black candidate elected to Congress uh, from Georgia. Wow, I, I didn't know that. Or to to the Senate from Georgia. That's
0: crazy. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, all right, man. I guess the question remains: that same day, we got riders in the Capitol. He's up for impeachment, boys. <laughs> is he getting impeached? Is he get Is he get removed from history? He, uh, he, he, yeah,
1: he's impeached. I think he'll be removed. I don't, yeah. know if this, I don't know if the new senators coming in have already been confirmed, but that's my, because it'll be 50-50 and with Kamala with the um, the deciding vote, I think that's a wrap. That's just my thought.
2: I think the only the, the only caveat is constitutionally, it has to be a two-thirds vote in the Senate. Mm. So you still, excuse me, so you still have to convince, I believe, 16, 17 Republicans. Mm. <laughs> which apparently I don't think is gonna to be too hard. Uh, well, let me rephrase. I think there is a slight chance because Mitch McConnell has shown some interest. He said he hasn't decided yet whether or not to remove Trump, but he is thinking about it, which is, is, is kind of like a red flag. You know, that if he joins in on voting to remove, He's going to take a couple. He's going to pluck a couple of Republican senators with him since he is the minority leader and the mm-hmm. most powerful Republican in the Senate. Yeah.
0: What do you think, Dwayne? Are we going to have our history books with him on it?
1: Um. I don't I don't think so. I think if people are thinking with a sound mind, they will realize. What was um being perpetuated for four years, and it's just the the only right thing to do is just remove him from history. Um, I believe with that, I think he will lose like Secret Service access because you know presidents get um, Secret Service for a lifetime, and I, if I'm not mistaken, there's like a two hundred thousand dollars stipend, so I think he'll lose that as well, which I don't think he's hurting for money, um, supposedly, but. I do believe that he will be removed. Um, but I'm not putting any pressure on any of those senators for that.
2: Um, I just think he's gone now. So that's the biggest thing. I think that is the biggest news of uh, of the day, of the week really, is he's gone. That's probably the, I, I'm, I'm glad to see Joe Biden as president. I'm glad to see uh, Vice President Kamal Harris. I think the one thing that made it all worth it was that I don't have to see Trump in the white house ever again.
0: I am pissed off that we no longer get to see those Saturday night live sketches weekly though. I am. A little <laughs> upset. Right. Right. Um, was it Alec Baldwin? Oh, great. Donald Trump. He's so funny. great. Donald Trump, man. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's definitely, we'll see what happens, man. That's a uh, two thirds of the Senate That is a lot for, a lot of votes for them to receive, but God, I'm glad he's gone. Glad he's gone. All right, man. So what are what are we thinking now with policies moving forward? I know we're supposed to be talking about public policy um, on this podcast, so I guess let's
2: start it off. Healthcare, gentlemen, where are we going from here? Freddie, what do you think? So Joe Biden did mention quite a few times on the campaign trail, public option, public option, public option. And I actually, I I don't, I think it's a good stepping stone if we're gonna head towards a medical, mer, ew, let me back up, a Medicare for all system, a public option would be a good stepping stone to see if that's something that will work very well. And I personally think, I, I think it will, um, but if, there needs to be more, we'll know with a public option.
0: Dwayne, what are you thinking? Public option, Medicare for All, where are we heading under a Biden presidency?
1: I think we're headed to some form of Medicare for All. I see um, it being, I see Obamacare being absorbed and um, this Trump care being absorbed as well. Um, do you say think... absor- When you say absorbed, what do you? What do you, uh, what do you mean by that? Absorb like there will be a, uh, act or bill replacing those two. Um, that's my, that's my belief. Um, I don't Medicare for all. Yeah. It's as long as you have the public option, as long as you have the option to keep your insurance or choose, choose another insurance, but have that Medicare for all as maybe a supplement, Um, I think it's worth a try. My concern is how does that make healthcare accessible? So how do we prioritize healthcare? So um, I know in some countries that have some of this universal healthcare, sometimes um, you'll you'll wait to get certain surgeries, even though, I mean, you're waiting now anyway, but um, how do we prioritize, you know, like heart transplants, knee replacements um so that's my thought so i think it's worth a try um i definitely think it's worth a try and that could be something america could fail at (laughs) going back to our previous topic
2: absolutely i think with medicare uh particularly with the public option I think it's a step in the right direction. I don't think it's going to be the end-all be-all, but if the government puts itself in the marketplace and really uh, shows that they have show that the government has a better market efficiency that say private uh, corporations or private uh, insurance companies, then you have more people that will jump onto the public option and therefore you'll have more people that are insured. Uh, Because it's the government, you'll be able to if in the case of lower income individuals and families, you'll be able to subsidize that or create some form of incentive uh, to get some form of insurance. But that's again, something that uh, is kind of up in the air right now, we don't know. I just know that that's the proposal that Joe Biden made during the campaign. So we, we will see where it goes with that.
0: Yeah, and another thing in addition to medical care that we've been hearing about with healthcare, the the other thing that we've heard about a lot recently was student loan debt, fellas. Mm. Uh, what are we thinking? Total forgiveness, partial forgiveness, or am I going to be doing Uber Eats after graduation to cover it?
2: <laughs> Ready? I think with student loans, uh this is where Joe Biden kind of shows off his more moderate side. Mm. He says he wants to propose a ten thousand student loan forgiveness uh but through legislation so it would have to go through congress it'll have to go through all those steps so at the end of the day who knows if we'll even get uh student loan forgiveness yeah okay. uh, even if it is ten thousand dollars so we sh- we'll have to wait and see on that
0: yeah biden whew, he went to law school he knows he knows all about student loan it was all about student loan man all right wayne boss man your thoughts, student loan forgiveness, partial, total, or is Clay gonna be working in breeds? What do you think?
1: This is where I'm at. I think we need at least partial. So if we forgive everyone's student loan debt, and I probably gonna sound like the bad guy right now, that could inflate the economy too much. And then people have more spending money, but we don't have enough resources to support the spending money. So how do we keep money flowing um that's just me thinking like far 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 ahead my pre-economist mind um economist mind so i do believe we should do some kind of partial forgiveness we need to bail out people actual taxpayers and not industries and corporations um instead of throwing um twelve hundred dollars or six hundred dollars i think we really really need to see some relief so I think a partial um, student loan forgiveness is like, it, it's needed.
0: Yeah, did you guys hear about the uh, $1,400 stimulus proposal that might happen? Every American, $1,400. Your taxpayer getting that payment. I don't know about y'all, but that would that'd be very helpful. Uh, Dwayne, man, have you uh, been hearing much about that? I know you touched on stimulus a little bit in there, the $1,200 and the $600 mention. What do, you, what do you think that is? 1400 is it the answer?
1: I didn't hear that. Um, it's something. Um, and speaking of stimulus, I didn't get my stimulus check in. <laughs>
0: if you're uh, listening, send this man his check.
1: IRS, I need my money. So listen. Um, <laughs> Wayne said the, so the feds are
0: always listening.
1: <laughs> so the, the bill is $1.9 trillion. I don't know why it's not $2 trillion. That, bo- that bothered That boggles my mind. But I think the 1400s is, is something. I know in some countries, they're giving people like $1,400 a week. I mean, they're getting some kind of weekly stipend. Um, so it is it is something. Um, it's just like if you space it out, so you got a, one stimulus in March, April, 2020, and then you get another stimulus in December, January of 20 and in 2021. So that's that time frame. is, that's just too short. And it's not enough to build the economy back up, get people people spend it. Even though the Dow is up 257 points today, um, but still people are almost fearing the unknown. Um, but I, don't, I think 1,400 is a start, but it's not enough to keep people from being concerned um, at the dinner table about, you know, how they're gonna afford food and medication and stuff. So, but bring it on.
2: <laughs> I agree, Duane. It it is definitely a start, but we need to figure out what we're doing after Mm because people are struggling. Um, Small businesses are really struggling. Absolutely, So we we need to start really thinking big picture. Uh, I know the most centrist Democrat in the Senate, Joe Manchin was actually talking about uh, a three to four trillion bill, particularly to uh, start or to ramp up infrastructure and to fix our crumbling infrastructure which I thought was pretty, that's that's pretty impressive uh, because now we're talking more into the the realms of a federal jobs program, which will put a lot of people to work, which would give a lot of people very good wages and, you know, something to live off of, like something that people would be doing well, not just like living paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think something like that, I'm, I'm a little optimistic, but at the same time, I'm also, uh, you know, I'm a little cynical as well, so. Uh, I'm a wait and see kind of person so on that as far as the COVID relief as far as infrastructure we'll just have to wait and see all right so for those of us when I mostly speaking those of us, I mean me in this moment
0: help me out with infrastructure when you say more improvements in infrastructure what what does that mean because I think infrastructure I think um uh company repairing its buildings What what does infrastructure mean in this case in this scenario
2: Yeah, so we're talking, well, infrastructure, it is a big uh, umbrella. So we're talking roads, metros, public Mm -hmm. transportation possibly, dams, anything that uh, we really don't think about that the government's kind of uh, making sure is up and running, even though in the past few years, uh, the government has not been doing its job in making sure that uh, our infrastructure or our roads, bridges, dams are all up to date. Uh, hopefully something that something changes but again we'll have to wait to see so it is a broad it is a broad word it is a broad uh, general description of things but um, particularly it's things that uh, will benefit the public
0: you're gonna get me starting to talk about constitutional law man i gotta stop <laughs> i was about to go into state <laughs> responsibilities federal responsibilities state policing powers Thank you for clearing that up. That is perfect. All right. Y'all, you, know, you know, we've been talking about a lot of serious stuff, but I just thought of something today that I feel like we need to address. This is very important news, guys. I don't know if we have any Netflix fans out there. I mean, do you all you all have subscriptions? Everybody watch Netflix. Guys, I have bad news depending on which side of the aisle you're on. I don't know if you were Team Joe or if you were Team Carol Basket. But the Tiger King will not be pardoned by Trump. I don't know if you all heard about that.
1: Have you all heard about that? Oh shoot. I didn't know he was up for a pardon. I know Lil Wayne got pardoned. Yeah, Lil no, Wayne got no, pardoned.
0: No. He's on the he's on the pardon list amongst a couple corporate uh, corporate scumbags. There, a couple of them got pardoned. Lil Wayne not 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 in that category. But this is how Mr. Exotic found out he was not getting pardoned. So Joe Exotic's legal team had a stretch limo, and you can Google this and see the picture in front of their office, ready to pick this man up after he was supposed to get part or when he was supposed to be pardoned. Never happened
2: oh never wow.
0: happened so trump on the way wow. out i don't know why i didn't bring this up earlier he didn't pardon the tiger king too that,
2: bad so sad <laughs> that's, that's
0: freaking awful i would have let me if
1: i would have pardoned the tiger king really personally. yep absolutely All and right. i would have seen
2: i disagree I
1: carol Baskin in jail um due process speedy trial um
2: and just locked her up sorry uh just me personally, I I, I don't I, I have to I have to push back a little, Dwayne. Um, I would not have part in Joe Exotic. However, uh, I would have inquired at least in a criminal investigation into some of Carol Baskin's workings. That's there's no doubt about that. <laughs> but no, I definitely no Joe Exotic is way too crazy of a man to uh, let out.
0: I got an idea, boys. Sidebars, free and flowing sidebar, side episodes that we're gonna talk about. All the randomness that we like to talk about, Tiger King is definitely getting a sidebar. We'll get (laughs) we'll get to that. All right. So looking it over, Dwayne, do you have anything you wanted to add to that, or is are we just Carol Baskins killed her husband? Joe, free my man. joe What do you think? Anything else? That's why I'm
1: at. Um, And and I was just disappointed here. Some of the people that he pardoned, some of the people that he. Um, did illegal things when they lied to Congress and lied here and lied there, and to see them pardoned, it's like you did all this mess. You, you know, you m- messed up people's reputations, and it's like, oh, I'll, you know, I'll just expunge or get rid of your, your, your crimes and stuff like that. Um, but does that mean that they still can own firearms? I don't think so.
2: Under a pardon, possibly, <clears throat> because when you're pardoned, it. Essentially, access if you'd never committed the crime in the first place. From so my hoping, understanding,
0: I was hoping I they were going to lose their votes, but anyway. I think you should pardon Carol Baskin just because even though she never got charged or convicted, we all know where he's at. <laughs> we know, Carol. We know. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, randomness, <laughs> randomness. <laughs> why we're talking
1: about Netflix. Have y'all watched that show, uh, Queen's Gambit? No, I haven't. Tell me Dude, about
2: not it.
0: yet. This is gonna turn into a Netflix
1: episode. Hit it. This shit is sweet. I'm sorry, Sidebar. I so want it. Young lady that like goes into an orphanage and she learns chess from like a um one of like a custodial staff, and like she becomes like a like a beast and she like travels the world and stuff like that, and, and she just goes through different like emotional things and she gets adopted. It's pretty sweet. Not going to lie, binge Watched it over the break. Um, I recommend it. So, sidebar.
0: She's like the yeah. Greta Thunberg of chess. You know, Greta Thunberg knows about climate change. This Queen Gambit's lady knows a lot about chess, travel in the world. I, I, I'm yeah. liking it, man. Speaking of climate change, guys, Ooh. look at that transition right there, boys. See, look at I that see. transition. <laughs> what are we doing about climate change, man? Under a Biden administration, what's going on with climate change? Wayne, what are we doing with climate change?
1: According to the Weather App, this just oh. came in four minutes ago. President Biden, Biden rejoins the Paris Climate Agreement.
2: Thank God.
1: I, um, I, I'm with that. Yeah, so I think he's gonna focus on climate change. Now, again, I'm gonna sound like the bad person. It's okay. With that, I think we, I think we need to be strategic because I see things where it's like you know we have the uh, reusable, compostable, and sometimes those things become like trendy or overused. And then people like you know if you're gonna recycle, you still need to buy recycled goods. Um, But I think we need to look into we need to look into how we can preserve our environment. See what see see what's going on with the climate. I do believe that weather and, and stuff is getting extreme, and we need to figure out why it's extreme. But I think we need to be careful that we don't overdo it. So that's where I'm at. And I probably signed like a bad guy because I'm like, When it's your show, what? you're good. That's do it, but let's
2: make sure we do it right. So. Perfect. Do it right. Freddie. Do it right. Yeah, do I it agree. right. I agree. Um, I knew he was going to try to get us back into the Paris Climate Agreement. Uh, I didn't realize he already did. That's amazing. That's always a good start. Uh, We need to keep moving forward. And I need to see other policies that he's proposed, particularly when he was in the campaign trail, because believe, uh, best believe we're going to hold him to every promise that he made during the campaign trail. You know, for all
0: those who called him Sleepy Joe, he's being very awake right now. He's very, very active. He's getting his eight hours of sleep at night. And he's already done a public policy decision that we are in favor of. Absolutely. Come on. Let's go. Awesome stuff. All right, guys. So we're talked about a little bit of climate change. We talked about student loans and a little bit of health care. Freddie, I know we talked earlier about this off-take, but immigration. Where are we at with that? Where do you see it going after what did Trump do with DACA? He did some with DACA.
2: Yeah, so DACA immigration. Um, it's kind of my passion. Uh, I wanted to be an immigration lawyer for a while. So, something um about this topic that really pissed me off during the Trump administration. Hmm. Um, so tried to rescind DACA. Uh, thank goodness this man is very sloppy with his work. Uh, by <laughs> that I mean Trump, uh, because he did not use the proper administrative procedures to end the program per the Supreme Court. Uh, So they tried to go back again, they limited DACA. So now you have to renew every one year and people who were newly qualified for DACA were not able to, during his presidency, were not able to uh, sign up for it. Additionally, uh, the Joe Biden plan, particularly when it comes to uh, 11 million undocumented immigrants, uh, plans to do an eight year plan or an eight-year proposal where the first five years you get a work permit and as long as you don't have a criminal record and pay your taxes after those five years mm. <clears throat> you get a residency or very familiarly known as the green card quote unquote um, and after those three years you can apply for citizenship so eight years total for 10 to 11 million undocumented immigrants for dreamers and who are dreamers dreamers are um Young adults, young people who came here uh, when they were very young couldn't decide whether or not uh, they they couldn't decide for themselves essentially were brought here by their parents. Now they're all grown up. Uh, This is the country they've known. This is the country that they consider home and yet they can't pursue opportunities because of that uh, status of being undocumented. Um, A lot of them are DACA recipients and benefit from the DACA program uh, put in place by President Obama. Um, so what Joe Biden is proposing is a fast track for them, mm. seeing as they had uh, nothing to do with their status. They really brought here as kids, so they had no say. Mm. Um, so he, I, I don't know how this fast track will look. I'm assuming it's going to be quick, like one to two years and boom, you're already a citizen, uh, which I think is only fair, particularly with this, with uh, dreamers across the country. This will benefit right about a million uh, Dreamers, a million DACA recipients. Uh, So that's very exciting. I'm very excited. Um, This is one of the things I'm more optimistic about. I'm also hesitant to be that optimistic just because uh, even though Joe Biden has a trifecta, so he's in the White House, he has a majority in the House of Representatives and a majority in the Senate, it's still slim majorities. So going to be hard to get people on board particularly on the republican side
0: hmm. wow that is intense
2: <laughs> that is that is
0: wow i didn't know any of that other than yeah, we'll no say it. me neither yeah we'll say it. wow
2: <laughs> <laughs> thanks y'all <laughs> I, have,
0: I have nothing to add yeah no i'm, I'm good <laughs> you did, took too. that yeah you, you did, did that's you did. it i yeah. agreed good deal. noted it's in decorum I don't think I used that word right. Scratch that from the tape. Ah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't know how to do that. Well, at least I don't. Um, anyways, guys, right now we've talked a little bit about oh everything really. We haven't talked about this man's cabinet. I mean, yeah, Pete Budajich. I finally said his name right. Um, I was a, I was a Pete guy during the primaries. I'm not gonna lie, I'm just gonna own that. Um, we got Attorney General Judge Merritt Garland was obama's supreme court nominee until oh mitch mitch mcconnell blocked it in 2015 oh mitch what do y'all think man let's just name a few any other ones stand out to you all that you're excited about anyone that you're questioning while they're why they're in the position they're in
1: what do you think to speak on Pete Buttigieg, I heard that um, he was nominated because when he was running, he had an extensive transportation plan. And so I think Biden saw that and he recommended. I knew when I saw Buttigieg, I was like, he he's not going away. We're going to see him again, even though, you know, he did not make it to presidency. But I was like, we're going to see him again. Um, another person I want to point out is the um, potential sec death. So Secretary of Defense, first African-American. So... Good to see again. One of those things where it's like all these hundreds of years, and we just just getting there. So, um, but you know, we are we're making strides. So that that was one thing that stood out to me. And um, the Secretary of um, Homeland Security um, will be the first Latinx and immigrant if they are uh, confirmed.
0: Wow! Yeah. So, yeah, that Senate confirmation hopefully it goes pretty smoothly. Um, mm-hmm. Open, because it starts in the both Senate and House. It's just the Senate, right? Senate only for cabinet
2: positions. Only yeah. the Senate votes. Yep. Okay, so I thought. Yep. As far as DHS, uh, I might add Alejandro mayorcas Yes, first Latino and first immigrant. I'm pretty excited about that position. It's very much needed. He also helped Obama uh, mm. when Obama rolled out DACA. Wow. Helped okay. people get um, oh. uh, documented cool. through that. So. You know he's got quite the resume. He's definitely qualified, and he's definitely not no damn Chad Wolf. God, he was awful. <laughs> Chad Wolf, Chad Wolf. Who's uh, someone who's who that? was irrelevant. Oh. <laughs> we put it out. I didn't Sorry. know who that was. Yeah, he's just that sounds like just a very like, like fratty name, like Chad Wolf, bro. He is exactly how <laughs> if if you think of someone in your mind named Chad Wolf, that's exactly how he looks. Like. Like Wolf.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> All right. Chad Wolf, everybody. Irrelevant. Dwayne, man, we, what a week so far, guys. Got an inauguration. Dwayne and I made an email um, to the public <laughs> administration. A third of the course announcements I found out. So again, shout out to the NCCU MPA if you've made it this long in the episode. We thank you very much. We appreciate your time. But We'll see it hopefully hear you guys next week dwayne anything uh anything else you want to add no um again
1: I don't I can't say it enough I'm just freaking excited just
0: just excited man um yeah Fred thanks for being here buddy anything else you want to say before we uh, hit the road
2: yeah first thank you for having me uh this is such a great opportunity I love them talking with y'all and it just is free and flowing, of course. Um, And second, uh, I do want to say I I talk a lot about how I've been optimistic and I would say I am hopeful uh, Mm -hmm. for this uh, presidency and for, you know, future proposals and legislation. Uh, That said, I still am a little hesitant, particularly because we've gone through some four of four very tough years. So um, we'll just have to wait and see what happens.
0: Yeah, I'm excited, man. Thanks for uh, coming back on the pod, Dwayne, man. Uh, next week, I know we talked a little bit about what a, about what we're looking at. Uh, is there anything that you can forecast for us? Anything we should be looking forward to for next week for our listeners?
1: Um, I think I made one
0: quick note.
1: Um, nah, nah I don't have anything. <laughs> uh, nah, I don't have anything.
0: All right, man. Well, we'll see y'all next week. Dwayne, take us out, man.
1: I'm gonna take y'all out. Thank you again, Freddie. And uh, I'm gonna use Freddie's quote. So we're gonna so speak free and keep your mind flowing. I Ooh.
2: think. That's I, mean. I think it was speak free and keep it flowing. And keep it so flowing. So that, yeah, that yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: You know, we had a heard, we had a perfect ending right there. He did a great job in saying that. Uh, strike that from the tape. we
2: <laughs> <laughs> will see y'all later,
0: man. Keep it free and right. flowing.